Good evening, everyone. Give you guys a little time to join us here. Hope everybody, everyone is doing okay. Got a lot going on here on different screens here tonight, so. All right, so we may have a couple other people joining us here. And if you want to chime in, please, um, you can message us and we will answer your questions. But tonight we wanted to talk about um, generational family hurt. Um, it's, it's real deep, it's real. And with the holidays upon us, um, family gatherings, you know, last year we were pretty much all restricted due to COVID, but this year we have the ability to um, get back together as family. And family gatherings for some are, are good and for some they are very painful to where um, conflict can arise at the wrong look or the wrong statement. Um, it can even be down to what you wear, but we have to remember that no family is perfect. And that's what we're covering in our seven segments that we're doing. Um, and we're going to do lives after they air on Mondays, um, give you a chance to, to listen and join us on the lives. But one thing we're really learning is that one, the hurt is real. Everyone has the right to feel however they feel. And a lot of times it's due to miscommunication, misunderstanding, um, trust. It could be just you having a bad mood or a bad feeling that day. But we have to take time to express how we're feeling. And we also have to say to ourselves, I do have a right to feel the way that I feel, but how is how I'm feeling impacting the person that I'm interacting with or my family? So Vanessa, you want to add to that? Um, I just wanted to say that I think whenever we're conflicting with someone, whether it's family or people around us, we don't really realize how it also affects everyone else because sometimes they might not know what's going on and when they don't know what's going on and they can feel something is off, it can cause them to also not interact with you or the other person the way that they normally would. And that can also cause more conflict because whatever you have going on hasn't been completely resolved when it needs to be. And when it's not resolved, it can cause more issues or it can stay that way and you can be bitter for a long time, whether it's a couple of days, a month, a year, three, four years, or your entire lifetime. And you don't want something that small to affect not just you, but those around you as well. And then too, whenever we're talking about family generational hurt and how to heal, we have to think it's not just you. Um, 
a lot of us, you know, we have children, we have grandkids. So the decisions that you make, the way that you act, um, it has that ripple effect. And that ripple effect, a lot of times it is passed down in generations to where um, just because mom and dad didn't get along with Dave, Peter, Paul, whoever it may be, doesn't mean that you can't interact with their kids or you know, their family or that person that your parents or whoever your friends are not getting along with. And you have to remember that it's just so important that we settle a situation right then by talking it out instead of, and you talk it out with that person. And we don't want it to spread into gossip because what you deliver never comes back the same. And so it's important that you always handle it with the person that you have the conflict with, but do it in a way that is gentle. And I know if you have to step back for a while and just take a deep breath, do it. Because it's better to address someone in a quiet manner than it is in an uproar. Because if you come at a person um, with an attitude or with your chest stuck out, you know, and with unnecessary language, they're going to shut you off automatically. So it's, it's important that you calm down and allow that person, which they may not even realize it, they hurt your feelings. You know, give them a chance to go back and revisit the conversation or the situation. Just remember that communication is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Love, understanding is also a large part of it. And just knowing that you're not perfect, you're gonna make, you're gonna make mistakes. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing. You know, really just take care of that. Because too, sometimes you might be upset and what you're upset about might not really be as big as what you think it is, or both of you could be in the wrong, which does happen too sometimes. What you're mad about is wrong, but at the same time too, what they did is not necessarily correct. That can happen as well. Um, and that's when you have to take your time and breathe and think, and sometimes take your own personal emotions out of it and be like, okay, is this really that big of a deal? Or can I find another way to talk about it and also keep my feelings valid and yours also valid? Because at the end of the day, you're still family. You still got to deal with each other. You still got to see each other 24 seven. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be able to, how do you say, be an adult and still move on so it doesn't damage your life any more than what it has to. Because at the end of the day, we've all been through a lot of stuff and it doesn't have to continue to linger on because we've all been damaged. We've all been hurt. And at the end of the day, I don't think we want to hurt the other person, even if we might not realize it at that point in time. That's when you've got to just be like, okay, I didn't mean for it to come across that way or I didn't mean for you to take it this way mm -hmm. but because you did i'm sorry and 
let's figure out a way that we can equally get along and continue without causing more pain going down the road. Yeah. And then too, um, it's not just your relatives. It can also be with your kids. Um, a lot of times, and, and Vanessa, you and I can talk more about that. Whenever as parents, we have had a rough day at work, you've had a rough day in your relationship, um, but your child is completely out of this cycle. You know, they've been in school. Um, they've been away at the grandparents or wherever or, or with a friend. And they come into an environment that where there's tension, there's friction. And the first thing that child is going to say, well, what did I do? You know, are you upset at me? And we have to, again, be able to diffuse the situation um, in ourselves so that we don't impact that child because it affects that child mentally and physically over a period of time. And whenever that child's um, behavior changes in school, whenever their grades change in school, whenever their attitude with their friends change, you can't just always go to that child. You have to say, well, what did that child see in me? Was it whenever they came home? Was it however they were whenever you dropped them off at school? You want to talk about that, Vanessa? Um, I was going to say that, yes, we all have bad days, but sometimes when we do snap at our kids and realize like, you know what? I'm sorry for doing that. I really was having a bad day. It wasn't you. You didn't do anything. Mommy actually screwed up. I'm sorry. Like you nip it in the butt. Yeah. Like let them know sometimes like you really weren't mad at them. You're mad at the situation of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the kids really do. They do appreciate it. The fact that you can talk to them like an adult and say, you know what? I'm sorry. And sometimes that goes a long, long way. It can change your child's mood. It can change the rest of their day. Like, you know what? Mommy or daddy is a person too. They mess up sometimes too, but at least they told me sorry because it did hurt my feelings just a little yeah. bit. But you, yeah. And, and that too, make them closer. Yeah. Because now they're like, okay, if mommy and daddy messed up, I can mess up sometimes too and accept mm -hmm. the fact that I did mess up and tell them also, you know what, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have acted that way at school or been that way with my friends. I don't know why I did it, but I'm actually sorry for what I did. And that starts the ground rules of, hey, let's be honest about our feelings and what we're going through because if mommy and daddy can do it, I can do it. And it can start at such a young age and it helps. Mm -hmm. Being human, not showing like, oh, I'm perfect. Yes. Parents and adults, we're not perfect. We're not. And our kids know that we're not. But they want to see if we can be the bigger person as well and say, you know what? I screwed up. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's normal. And then, too, you'll be surprised that your child, you with that communication and understanding that you have with your child, whenever they go to school, they'll realize that, hey, well, I think the teacher was having a bad day today. Mm -hmm. And they will say, well, whenever she snapped at us, I think she was really having a bad day. Or whenever, um, say, Felicia or Debbie or, or Dave, 
you know, they were, in, they were in school, mama, and they were crying today. Something must be wrong. It helps them to build emotions, compassion, and understanding to know that, hey, it's okay. And to be able to try and help that other child or that other person, you know, hey, it's going to be okay. We don't want our kids uh, pushing away from us. We want to always keep them near to us in a way that where they feel the door is always open for communication and understanding to be able to grow. And that's a part of budding, you know, being able to grow. They start as babes. So always think about what you're going through, how you're feeling and how it's affecting your kids as well. Because sometimes we might not know that our kid had a really bad day at school or the teacher might have snapped at them or a friend who's normally nice to them all of a sudden is just horrible and mean and it could be because their parents are having situations and issues that it's rubbing off on the kids or mommy or daddy's on a vacation because they're with work and they're away for a period of time mm -hmm. and it rolls over and affects each and other kids and then it affects your kid when they get home and then you snapped at them and they're like, why is everyone mad at me? Is it all my fault? What did I do? And it starts trickling down from there. But if you can stop and say, you know what? I'm sorry. Or saying, you know, I was upset about what you did. I'm disappointed. But at the end of the day, I still love you. Let's mm -hmm. work on this. Let's talk about what we should do next. You tell me how you're feeling. I will tell you how I'm feeling and go from there. But you can't always be on 10 all the time because you're upset. And then you got to realize, too, they're little humans. They make mistakes just like we do. But we're trying to stop them sooner. But you just got to talk to them in a normal, rational voice, because if you don't, it'll close the door so fast and they'll never come back. They won't want to talk to you. They won't want to be like, well, I had a bad day or this happened to me. What do I do? They can't go to a teacher. They won't feel comfortable talking to a principal. It starts at home. Yeah. All of it starts at home as far as keeping the door open because you don't want them to go to a stranger that will take that way further than what they should. And then they have no one to talk to whenever that does happen being like, hey, this is an uncomfortable situation. There's so many whole rabbit holes that this can go down. Oh, yeah. But if you can stop it at home and talk to them, just like how you would want to be talked to whenever you were a kid, it's like, hey, I'm a kid, but I understand too. That's what our kids want. Yeah. They just want someone to listen to them, hear them, and talk to them like they're somewhat of an adult, but also keep it in a PG situation, mm -hmm. like keep it relative for, to your kids so they understand. And it's not that hard and doing just a little bit, just a little bit, even giving them a hug. So, you know what? I understand I screwed up or you screwed up, but I love you. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It can get better. And I, I can say, you know, yes, no parent is perfect. Mm -mm. And I'm going to tell you, being a single parent, raising a child, is, is hard. It's, it's, it's hard. 
but having that communication, having that bond with your child, um, that child can also be your friend. Um, I can tell you my daughter has been my friend from the day she was conceived. She's always been my friend. I've always talked to her, but in no matter what obstacles we've had to face, we've always talked. We've always found a way to laugh about it. We may cry about it, but that bond that you build with your child is so important that you embrace them in everything. This, you know, a lot of people say you don't tell a child everything. And that's where a lot of, of the void is in the separation of the bond, the separation of the generational, because we you have to, we have to remember that our parents did the best that they could with what they had and what they knew how to do. But now we're seeing with the way the momentum is in the society, um, the way TV is publicizing things, we have to talk. We have to let our kids know what is going on um, more now than ever. And that's how they're able to understand, not just understand us, but understand what's going on in the world. So there's little things that where we used to do in our generational pool that we have to pull away from. And pulling away from that allows us to grow. So we're going to have more um, discussions, more topics um, as they come. Um, another topic will come up next Monday. So um, we'll air and talk about that on the following night. But we hope that this time has been insightful to you and has allowed you to be able to think about ways that you can help yourself, your family, and your kids. Um, Want to add anything, Vanessa, as we signed out? Um, just sometimes sit back and listen to your kids and try to put yourself in their shoes and see if you yourself, if you were in that situation at their age, what would you do or what would you want your parents to hear from you? and just take it from there. There's no right way or wrong way. As long as you hear them and understand where they're coming from, it takes a long, it goes a long way with them. And whenever we say healing and learning how to heal from generational hurt, family generational hurt, yes, it starts with the family, but we want to include everybody. You know I mean, it's not just us ourselves, it's not just our spouses, it's not just our parents, aunts, uncles, it's our kids, it's all of us. All of us make that generational pool. So that's where it starts. So we just hope that you've enjoyed this, this time that we've had with you and please, you know, drop us a line, let us know what you think, what you would like for us to cover. Thank you so much for joining us. Good night, everyone. Good night. Mm-hmm.